0: Welcome back to SQX Monster Radio. I'm your host, the Peachy Keen Go Ghost in the Machine, Johnny Static. And with me is my partner in crime. Looks to thrill and fangs to kill. The fancy dressed vampiress, Emma Patel.
1: Pleasure to be here, Johnny. If you're human and hearing this radio
2: broadcast, we kindly advise you change the channel. This isn't for you.
0: But for all you lovely cryptids, spirits, and creatures of the outworld who haven't been keeping up, here's what's been happening previously on Season 1 of the Tailgate Podcast. Roll it.
1: Oh, shoot. That's can up a jar? I think you put it in our cooler instead of in her insulated container. Wait, what are you doing? I'm just just taking a little peek.
0: Abby said 100% do not do that.
1: Oh, too late now.
0: What fool there is my uh, name. Uh, I place a curse upon your soul.
1: I knew Abby was wrong about the curse.
0: You haven't the next solar influence.
1: We're in the Pascagoula River. They're beaming us up. I can't move.
2: are beings without names or features recognizable to the humanity. I'm isolated out here on this stupid mud puddle of a planet for scientific observation.
1: I'd love to take you out sometime.
2: Yes, perhaps I shall take you up on the offer.
1: I've never seen an undercover cop in a caddy before. I work for an organization that supersedes the police. There was an incident late last night over Pasigula River. Strange lights, strange sounds, strange people. She's MIB, men in black. She's probably hunting for that, that woman from outer space that abducted us last night. I need you to take this. Oh, a shiny coin. If you ever encounter anything strange or unexplainable, use this coin to the vending machine or payphone. Okay. And leave the rest to us. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, GPS failed
1: the heck? Oh, look. All of my bars just dropped. And my battery? It's, it's draining. Probably ain't the best time to tell you this, she's had, but, but I think we're being followed. Except our truck. We're the only one still able to drive on. You know what? I, I'm pretty sure it's your girl. <coughs> just south of here. Out in the woods by Hines Road. Lurk's a witch who sold her soul to the devil himself. Alright, you better hush up before we get hexed.
0: Looks like someone's been a bad boy.
2: Will our heroes return Pharaoh Eye's Canopic Jar and save their very own souls from eternal entombment as Saint Germain foretold?
0: Will the men in black capture the tailgaters and interrogate them over the Pasagoula alien abduction?
2: Will Cheesehead finally have his date with his shape-shifting alien admirer?
0: Let's not forget the devilish dame, the witch in the woods. With so much at stake, our boys can't choke up now.
2: Must you talk of stakes? You know what a wooden stake could do to me. (laughs) And without further ado, SQX Monster Radio proudly presents Season 2 of the Tailgate Podcast.
1: Florida man <clears throat> oh, what? Florida man God Jesus Oh hey whoa what uh, Bad dream <sighs> Yeah Yeah it was crazy I was They stopped serving Cheerwine at the Pojangles soda fountains Oh no uh, wh- why, why what's up Were you talking to someone On the phone or something Or was that all a dream too Oh no I had the radio playing No what are you playing I have no idea Had it on for white noise hmm. Anyway uh, I You woke up I woke you up Sorry, I woke you up because I got bad <laughs> news. Bad news for you, and bad news for all of our 20 listeners at home. What? Did they stopped cheer wine at Bojangles for real? Uh, no. At least not that I'm aware of. And I'm pretty sure 90% God. of our listeners have no idea what Bojangles or Cheerwine even is. Eh, that's their loss. I mean, you know what? 20 20 listeners? I mean, that ain't bad though. That's like double our our normal amount. Well, okay. Well, like I was trying to tell you, the bad news is that Granny's crystal pulled us towards the direction of this lake here. White Rock Lake, it's called. White Rock Lake. Oh, yeah. Man. never mm. heard of it. No, we're in Dallas, by the way. What? You let me sleep plumb from Baton Rouge to Dallas? I mean, you look so peaceful. How could I not? Well, I appreciate it. So what Uh, Granny's and Pendulum want us to find out here by this lake? Oh, see, that's just the thing. I've been parked here for a few hours, nibbling on snacks, idly playing a radio, and patiently waiting for our guest. But nada. Nothing. Nobody's home. You got me hooked on this gator jerky, though, by the way. Wasn't sold at first, but those little gamey protein-infused meaty morsels really carried me through the long drive. Uh, Good thing you restocked back in Louisiana. I'm telling you, man. Well, next thing you know, you'll be putting peanuts in your Coke bottles. Okay, well, now you're pushing it. It's pitch black out. Seems the perfect time for whatever monster, demon, or cryptid what lives out here to pop up and scare us shitless. See, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we ought to just cut our lasses and call it a night. The hotel isn't too awful far a drive from here. Well, you're probably right. It sucks we deviated all this way from my tent for nothing. Yeah. On the downside, we leave completely empty-handed. On the upside, we aren't mangled or killed by whatever monster lives out here in the lake. Oh, by the way, I mailed Pharaoh Ice Canopic Jar back to your friend from the museum when we first reached town. So, that's also a plus. Abby? Abby Young? Ah, Yeah, and you folks at home who haven't been paying attention, we interviewed Florida Man's old college mate and current Egyptologist. In doing so, we accidentally stole a accidentally. canopic jar belonging to the ancient pharaoh I, and unleashed the mummy's curse but by mailing the canopic jar back to the museum to reunite it with the other jars the curse will be lifted but you mailed it out right mm. oh yeah so it's sure to make it back to Abbey and them other jars by the next blood moon and we'll be good at gravy bye bye curse sayonara get it sayonara as in the pharaoh Anara. I guess. Sarcophagus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we suck. We do. A well, few things suck more than having you and your best friend's souls prematurely ripped out of your bodies and traded off to Anubis for an eternity of damnation. Well, true that. Yeah. You know, while we're recording this episode, we may as well give our listeners some spooky Dallas urban legends to chew on. Well, let's start recording then. Oh, I'm way ahead of you, good buddy. Don't um, fuck me. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the tailgate. For those of you just joining us, we're on a road trip across America to uncover the mysteries behind tall tales, fairy tales, folk tales, fish tales, and urban legends, one interview at a time. We inherited a truck from our late granny Mae. discovered that the crystal hanging off the rearview mirror was more than just decorative. It's a dowsing pendulum, leading us to the good folks behind all the tales we all grew up with. With that, I'm Harrison, the Florida man. And I'm Aaron De Cheesehead, and today we're on the road by White Rock Lake in Dallas, Texas. We ventured north to I-20 in hopes of finding some kind of fantastic creature or spirit by the lake here. But, uh, hey, you can't win them all. I can't even win them most. Oh. But yeah, most of these people and critters out here are pretty timid. I mean, reckon we can't expect them all to just jump out, you know what I mean? Yeah, I sure do. But oh shit! Look ah! <laughs> <laughs> Th- that! That that a girl out the window? Yeah, and ooh, a real cutie, too. Mm-hmm. I'm soaking wet, though, by the looks of it.
2: Glory me. I didn't mean to startle you boys.
1: Hey there, miss. It's, uh, me who should apologize. Got my high beams on. I swear I didn't see you crossing the street there. Is there any way we can make it up to you?
2: I sure could use a ride.
1: Uh, sidebar? She said... Yeah, what's up? Yo, last time we had a feller trying to hitchhike with us, you were the literal devil. Back in Algiers. Go back to episode 15. Go back. Really? really think we got to trust another stranger like that. Ah, come on. I mean, just look at her. She's an absolute darling. A southern belle in need of our help. How can we say no to a girl like that? Like this? <clears throat> no. Ah, jeez. Come on. Have a heart, why don't ya? I got one. The one that I plan to keep beating past tonight. Bah, we'll be fine. If you say so. I guess it ain't no problem, little lady. But look, you're all dolled up but soaked from bib to boot. I gotta ask, you doing okay? Yeah, maybe we ought to take you to a hospital or something. Oh, yeah. don't
2: you worry, none. I'm fit as a fiddle, and I don't mind squeezing between you boys one bit.
1: Uh, well, then, all right, we got a middle seat between us you can squeeze into. I'll just toss a towel here for you, and voila. Well, what you waiting on, little lady? Hop on in. Sure thing. Well, I mean, just to step out for you and uh, go. Well, wow. wow, okay, you're just going to crawl over me like that and make me all soggy. Great plan, she said.
2: There. All situated. Thanks a million for letting me bum a ride. Reckon chivalry ain't dead after all.
1: Well, reckon not. You sure you're comfortable?
2: I'm finer than a Sunday dress. You don't have to worry about me one wick. Just got wet because my friends and I were out in the water of White Rock and the driver accidentally flipped the boat on us.
1: That sounds like a waste of a perfectly good boat. And some perfectly awful friends.
2: Ironically, the owner bought a boat for fishing, but now he's fishing for a boat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You you left him back there, though? You know, for all the scary, strange, and bizarre encounters we've had throughout our road trip across America, it's a breath of fresh air to have a good old, normal, charming, well-adjusted person to chat with. Talking about me? Always. Yeah, well maybe we should just uh, stay on. Stay on I twenty for the rest of the trip, I mean you know, fuck I ten. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Why thank y'all kindly. My name's Kaylee Lee Hill, homegrown Texan.
1: I'm a Floridian. Wisconsin ain't.
2: Well then, welcome to the Lone Star State boys, home of Tex Mex and the best barbecue west of Big Miss.
1: And Bucky's Mm-mm. Appreciate the warm welcome. I'm Harrison the Florida Man, and that there is my cousin and bestie, Aaron the Cheesehead. Pleased to make your acquaintance. We're on a road trip recording a podcast on cryptids and characters from folklore, urban legends, and the like. You care to join uh, us?
2: A, 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 a podcast, you said?
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, like an interview type thing.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> it would tickle me pink to be interviewed.
1: Awesome. Uh, well, we we'll tickle away then. But uh, before we get down to business, what are we drinking today, Cheesehead? Dude, the fuck? I'm driving. You know I can't drink. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Just, just kind of said that out of habit. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I did snag us some non-alcoholic beverages for us to sip to over there in the cooler. <gasps> Heck yeah. Oh, wait. What the hell is this? Big red? Soda tastes like cinnamon gum or something?
2: Well, butter, my and call me a biscuit if that ain't Suntang. Suntang? Sure. Sounds like
1: Wu-Tang's weird cousin.
2: Suntang red cream soda.
1: That is a mouthful. I'm pretty sure 90% of our listeners have no idea what Suntang red cream soda is. Plus, label here definitely says Big Red, so...
2: Well, I weren't born yesterday. I am a high school graduate, I'll have you know, and that there is Suntang...
1: Oh, well, how's about we settle this with our old friend, Google?
2: You mean, there are more than just two of you here?
1: What? No. You don't know what Google is? Yeah, we're back. I got it! Right here. It says Big Red Soda. Oh, it was. It was actually, it was actually called Sun Tang Red Cream Soda back in the day. Well, hot damn. You were right, Kaylee. I'm sorry I doubted you.
2: Apology accepted. And tell your friend, Google, he's one smart cookie. Suntang is a really popular soft drink here in Texas. Reckon they'll go by Big Red nowadays. <laughs> Who knew?
1: Yeah, Google did. Yeah, okay, but isn't Dr. Pepper actually invented in Texas though? Yes,
2: Dr. Pepper was first created in 1885 in Waco, Texas.
1: Ooh, wowzers! That makes D-Pep the oldest major soda manufacturer still in production. You'd
2: think Dr. Pepper would hold the crown here, but things changed when Sun Tank, um, Big Red, went into production in
1: 1937. Wowie zowie. Red cream soda, you say? You mean it like kind of like Barks red cream soda we had back in Mississippi? I'm pretty sure 90% of our listeners have no idea what barks red cream soda even is. <laughs> Got a lot of percentages all at 90.
2: <laughs> Mississippians wish they invented Big
1: Red. <laughs> shots fired. Well, in Mississippi, there's a lot of shots fired. Oh, boy. I heard some of them. Man, let's do this thing then. Cheers to Big Red. To Big Red.
2: <laughs> to Suntang.
1: That tastes kind of like Double Bubbles.
2: I'm glad you like it. I'm so happy to be part of your little podcast thingy. So fancy. (laughs) I feel like a a big-time radio disc jockey.
1: Well, basically. Anyway, like I said, we usually discuss cryptids, aliens, and you know, whatnot.
2: Now, I don't know a thing about cryptids. I've never seen UFOs, aliens, or nothing, but, but I do got a pretty spooky ghost story for you.
1: Ooh, I'd love to hear local spooky stories. Plus, they say everything's bigger in Texas, so that includes the ghost stories, or no?
2: Texas is home to countless ghost stories. Did you know that there's said to be a haunting right here at White Rock Lake?
1: I sure did not. (laughs) Well,
2: you're in for a treat, then. Uh, uh, Anybody got a flashlight?
1: Uh, Sure, yeah, you can just actually use my smartphone here. Smart... Phone? Sure, it's got the, got the flashlight feature on it. I mean, they all do these days.
2: A flashlight on a horn? Wacky. <laughs> I'm going to set the light under my face like this to set the mood. All right. Uh, all right. Ready when you are.
1: Oh, we've been recording. Yeah, Kaylee. Feel uh, free to scare our pants uh-huh. off whenever you're ready. But don't feel bad I also didn't know we were recording when I started talking the first time. <laughs> so don't feel bad we all well, done asses here.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> before we begin... Here's a little backstory. Okay. This haunting little tale is called The Ghost of White Rock, and was first written by Anne Clark in nineteen forty three, published by Texas Folklore Society in their Backwoods to Border anthology. Aw oh, neat. Exactly one decade later, this story was retold by author Frank X in his novel Nevan Marcus, Texas, the story of a proud Dallas store.
1: Yeah, that's about as much of a mouthful as Suntang Red Cream Soda. <laughs> yeah, Neiman Marcus, Texas, The Story of the Proud Dallas Store is basically the Suntang Red Cream Soda of novels. What?
2: Well, uh, are you making fun of Suntang Red Cream Soda?
1: I think he's making fun of the novel Neiman Marcus, Texas, The Story of the Proud Dallas Store.
0: Mm.
1: No, and I'm actually kind of making fun of Suntang Red Cream Soda, not the novel Neiman Marcus, Texas, The Story of the Proud Dallas Store. I think this is the Suntang Red Cream Soda of conversation.
2: Anyway, it happened on a night (laughs) much like this one. The road was smothered in a thick blanket of fog while the sky above remained black as pitch. The stars like a million eyes watching in the darkness.
1: I definitely don't like where this is going.
2: A lone car, miles out of town, chugged along slowly, warily through the dense white mist. After all, you never can be too careful. Many a beast could be prowling in the gloom.
1: You know, around 200 people die each year in the U.S. by car accidents involving deer. Uh, we're talking like a 1 in 116 chance of hitting them. Adding fog to the mix? Nah, that's a dangerous drive. Oh, yeah. My mom hit a deer back in Wisconsin. Took out her entire windshield. Uh, well, I watched a car clip a deer when I was driving the back roads behind Disney World. That's
2: if the idea of a deer-crossing already has you boys shaken? Perhaps I should just end the story here. Wouldn't want to rattle you
1: too hard. Uh, No, no, no. Come on. You can't stop now after building all that suspense. That's like waving a hot, juicy Culver's Butterburger in front of a starving man from behind a window. So close. He it's so gosh darn far. He could have just opened the window. Hey, don't you go ruining my analogy with your logic.
2: There was a couple in the car, a young man in the driver's seat, white-knuckled behind the wheel, and his lady riding shotgun. The woman smoothed the folds of her cotton dress to calm her nerves, peering hopelessly out into the endless white that enveloped their old beater, and unable to shake the feeling of being watched. "'No need to fall into a panic, my dear,' the boyfriend said. "'It's just that I can't see a thing. Even with the lights on, I can't see a thing.' It'll be alright, old girl. No need for hysterics, he assured her.
1: Suddenly... Super assuring, it? <laughs> hey, a white
2: <laughs> figure appeared before their vehicle. The driver slammed the brakes and they screeched to a halt which echoed through the trees. He let out a scream contrary to his own reassurances.
1: Whoa, 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 what was it that jumped out at him? A monster? A demon? A very pale deer?
2: Ooh. No. No. There are no deer in this story. for appearing before them was a a girl. She wore a white dress with a tulle skirt and blouse, the kind of dress you'd you'd wear to a hop. But the poor deer was soaked to the bone.
1: Poor deer. I thought you said there were no deer in this story. Oh hush. Hey, this girl in a white dress sounds suspiciously like you. I yeah. ain't wearing
2: a soaked white hop dress, Emma.
1: Ah. Uh-huh. No. Okay. No, you are not. Mm-hmm. Just a regular soaked white dress.
2: Precisely.
1: That you apparently wore on a fishing boat.
2: Because my fishing dress is in the hamper.
1: Seriously, got a fishing dress? <laughs> of
2: course not, silly boy. Now are you gonna let me finish my
1: story? Yeah, sure, 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 sure.
2: Then you hush up and let me get on. So, the girl in white said to the couple. "'I'm sorry to intrude, and I wouldn't under normal circumstances, but I must find a way home. "'My boat overturned over yonder, you see, and I might get a chill. "'The others are safe, but I would best get home to Papa.' Relieved to find it was only a harmless, frightened girl, the couple calmed themselves and took her in. "'The passenger led them to a house by Oak Cliff. "'It took them past winding roads of soggy clay before they finally arrived at her house.' The kind couple turned to say their farewells to their little ride-along. To their shock and horror, there was no girl in the back seat. (gasps) Maybe we just imagined it, the driver said. No, replied his girlfriend. Feel the seat. He placed his hand where the girl in white was sat, only to find it soaking wet with lake water. Story's done. Y'all, y'all are free to talk.
1: Yeah, that definitely gave me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Wait, where are you taking us, by the way?
2: Oh, of course. <laughs> Just make a sharp left at the next junction. It's the house with the red mailbox.
1: roger that. So, uh, since I ain't sleep the night no-how, where exactly did the girl in white in your story uh, have the couple drive
2: oh, to? Oh, thirsty for more, are you? Well, like a red tan cream soda on a parched throat, allow me to quench you. The couple, it turns out, arrived at a house exactly like the one their ghostly hitchhiker specified and found an old, sad man on the front porch.
1: Oh, hey, here's that junction just like you said.
2: Sharp left red mailbox.
1: Sharp left right onto old Oak Cliff Road. Do continue.
2: The frightened couple explained to the man what had happened, that a wet young lady in a white dress led them here before disappearing into thin air. This is a very strange thing. My daughter was boating on White Rock Lake in the very white dress you just described. That was three weeks ago. She didn't make it back from that trip. The boat sprang a leak, the policeman said. Took in water. She drowned that night. Her body never recovered. I believe she's still down there, looking for her way
1: home. What's that noise? Huh? Oh, uh, it's me. I think I'm getting a call. Hey, it's Abby. Hey, fingers crossed the jar got there safe. Hey, Abby, yeah. Jars
0: got here safe.
1: Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, thank God.
0: I knew I could count on you, Harry, and Aaron. Though, to be fair, it was your mix-up to begin with.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fair enough.
0: (laughs) All that matters is that it's here with the other jars. The exhibition isn't until next week.
1: That sure is a relief. Sorry again for the blunder, Abby.
0: All good. I've definitely learned my lesson about risking artifacts around my friends,
1: though. Thanks
0: again, you
1: two. Bye for now. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Sorry, just had to take that quick call. Uh, Thanks for holding there, Kaylee. Yeah, I think we're coming up to your house, Kaylee. We're in that box, just like you said, Kaylee. Uh, awful quiet over there, Kaylee. We're at the end of the road now, Kaylee. There's only one house left, so it's got to be yours now, Kaylee. I'm just going to hop on out for you, Kaylee. You can go ahead and get on out now, Kaylee. Kaylee? Uh, Florida man. Yeah, she said. Kaylee isn't in the car. Wait, what? She, she was just next to me two seconds ago. I swear she was. Oh, I feel that. The seat in between us is wetter than a dog's nose from where she was sitting. We, we ain't imagine this whole thing, right? I can't imagine that we imagined that, unless we also imagined red tank cream soda. Oh, hold up. There's an old fella rocking on the porch over there looking at his mighty sad. Oh, good. Let's ask him. Hey, old man... You didn't happen to see a girl in a white dress soaked to the bone booking it away from our truck just now, did ya? White dress, you say? Why, my daughter was boating on White Rock Lake in this very white dress you just described. That was 30 years ago. She never made it back from that boat trip. She said, I'm putting two and two together here in it equals. Us getting the fuck out of here. Uh, yep, I'm ready to go. When the devil of Algiers and Ghost Girl of White Rock, I think maybe we ought to reconsider extending the kindness to hitchhikers from this point on. I agreed. But we will extend our kindness to you kind folk listening at home. That's right. Y'all got any cryptid sightings, UFO encounters, ghost stories of your own? Well, fucking share them at <laughs> tailgatepodcast at gmail.com to have them aired right here on the show. Also, follow us on Instagram at the Tailgate Podcast for photos, cast info, updates, and more. Oh, and Florida man, yeah, pass me another big red cream soda, why don't ya?
2: Someone say red cream soda? <laughs> See you later, tailgaters. Thank you all for joining us on this latest episode of the tailgate podcast kaylee hill is played by kate Britton. you can follow her on instagram at little dot that's britain like the country but with two t's you can also catch kate in march at the imperial center in rocky mount north carolina in a production of andrew lloyd weber's whistle down the wind aaron the cheesehead is played by aaron sherry You can check him out on his YouTube channel, So Can You, and on Instagram, at Aaron Unabridged. Harrison, the Florida Man, is played by Harrison Foreman. Theme song is performed by Matt Jones. This episode is written and edited by Harrison Foreman.